Hey everyone, it's your host of See Jurassic Right, Stephen Ray Morris here, just dropping in to say, I hope you've been enjoying all the new episodes in 2023 and 2024 so far. There are new interviews with filmmakers, musicians, scientists, the screenwriter of Land Before Time, audio essays about the rich history of the Jurassic Park and Jurassic World franchise, and all the news about the upcoming animated show Jurassic World Chaos Theory and the as-of-yet untitled Jurassic World sequel coming next summer. I really need your help supporting the show right now, and you can do that by leaving a tip and or giving a monthly follow on Patreon, patreon.com slash There are $1 and $5 tiers, but more is coming. Sharing the show, giving five-star reviews in Apple Podcasts, and liking and commenting on social, at Stephen Ray Morris on Instagram and Twitter, goes a long way to help boosting the show's visibility again online in this new era. I'm an independent podcaster and your support is so important and means the world to me in keeping this podcast running. Link to the Patreon is in the show notes. Hold on to your butts. Thank you. And now on to the show. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. All right, let's do this. It's recording. Yeah, it's recording. This is so cool. Seatbelt is on. Person in front of me is getting ready to drive. All right, let's hope I can uh, do this diner style. I mean, I guess we're recording. Uh, hi, everybody. Welcome to See Jurassic Right. I am focusing on driving. That's what I'm supposed to be doing, but I'm also recording myself. Uh, safety first, kids. Do not try this at home. But I was gifted these lovely Rode wireless go-to microphones from Rode Microphones. Heather and Megan over at Rode were kind enough to send them to me. And yeah, I wanted to try it out basically with a little drive. You can hear the jingly jangly of my Jurassic Park uh, keychain that I recently got for my birthday at Universal Studios. Again, if I didn't <laughs> mention, uh, this is Stephen Ray Morrison. Welcome to see Jurassic Right. I'm super excited to try this because, you know, haven't been recording Diner in the car for a while. Got this lovely gift from Rode Microphones from Heather and Megan. And yeah, I I tend to do a lot of my you know, because I'm obviously I'm working from home, so I'm, you know, recording podcasts and doing all that stuff. So 
when I'm listening to podcasts for fun, usually it's in the car. Now I'm, now I'm taking that over by recording an episode of Sea Jurassic right in the car. I don't know. just thought it would be fun. And again, because I'm just working from home all the time, I don't get out of the house that often. So, uh, you know, even as, you know, we're vaccinated and people are going out again and stuff. I mean, again, I've been Universal Studios twice at this point, so... But yeah, this is a Swift Bites. We're going to talk about the news this week. Basically, we're going to talk about uh, some Amber Collection reveals. Very funny considering last week's Swift Bites, when I talked a lot about, went on a rant about the lack of Lex Murphy figure. Again, Mattel, I'm still coming for you. You should still make, you should still do right by Arena Richards, Arena Richards, and give us a Lex Murphy figure. But anyway, uh, and also I'm going to talk about, uh, well, first up, I'm going to talk about Camp Cretaceous Season 3 and the interview with EP Scott Kramer and Colin Trevorrow, um, because, uh, you know, anytime, you know, after the opening weekend, per se, of the show, it dropped last week, you know, they always drop the interviews uh, with the spoiler reveals and stuff like that, so they can kind of talk about the twists or things like that. And then also going to talk a little true crime in Dinosaur News, very tragic story out of Barcelona. So uh, let's just get into it. Uh, Let's talk about Camp Cretaceous Season 3. I hope you loved the non-spoiler and spoiler reviews if you're just checking them out. I mean, I just put up the non-spoiler one uh, a couple days ago uh, with my friend Krista Mosowitz. That was a lot of fun. Again, it's, you know, I'm trying all the different kinds of things to record solo uh, to not make it as funky uh, for me, but, um, you know, I'm in a car right now. But uh, yeah, no, uh, that that interview with Krista was so much fun. Again, she was the production manager on the behind the scenes for Jurassic World and Fallen Kingdom. So it was really cool to get her insight into all that stuff. I really loved hearing what she thought about season three, and it seems like everybody's really digging season three. So this Entertainment Weekly article by Nick Romano, you know, it's 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 kind of fluffy, but you know, it's just kind of catching people up with with kind of what happens in season three, kind of the big moments. It's like a really great article for like, okay, what were those big moments, those big mysteries, those big twists, those big reveals and stuff in season three? And we talk about Blue coming back. We talk about tying into the Fallen Kingdom timeline and. You know, I also think the article goes a long way to sort of be like, hey guys, Camp Cretaceous, it counts, it's canon. Canon is the friends we made along the way, but it is also, you know, it is also Camp Cretaceous. And so to have it tie into Fallen Kingdom, they basically kind of talk about how cool that was and how it kind of helps recenter the show in a way, uh, which I think was really smart before they head off the island, whether it's to Isla Sorna. And I think it is interesting that Nick Romano brings up Isla Sorna because that feels like a super fan thing to bring up. It doesn't feel like a casual fan. So maybe Nick is just a huge Jurassic Park fan like us. But um, sometimes I feel like when they mention very niche things in you know, big publications like Entertainment Weekly, I'm like, hmm, maybe there's some credence to that idea. So, I mean, again, I would love it if they go to Isla Sorna uh, in season three, or maybe they get kidnapped by Manticore. Maybe they go on the mainland and they have to find a way to go back to rescue Bumpy before the volcano explodes. I mean, that would be, I mean, you know, any of those possibilities are really interesting. Uh, and I'm here all the way for it. And so, yeah, again, you know, there wasn't a lot of like relevatory things in the article. It was mostly just kind of Colin Trevor praising uh, Camp Cretaceous, which is really cool. You know, it's cool to see when, you know, uh, it's cool to see when a, like a director of a film is 
is uh, you know supporting the ancillary and tie-in material, um, especially because Colin has uh, you know made things soft canon that were that you know we thought were canon at the time. So for him to sort of uh, encourage Camp Cretaceous as much as he is doing and you know being as involved as he is is actually really cool and yeah just speaks to the canosity I think of Camp Cretaceous and how relevant and vital it can be so uh yeah I mean again let me know what you thought of Camp Cretaceous uh, I'm gonna start re-watching it again I actually was re-watching season two today I just kind of had it on in the background as I was working but I really like it there's so there's a lot to love in season two I think season two is Brooklyn's season I love her I, I made a comment on Twitter today that she is is, she's like she would be a murderino in real life she would be a true crime fan because she goes full-on like detective you know paranoid detective in season two and yeah re-watching that stuff I really like all that stuff and I'm glad they brought it back when Wu came back in season three because they've established since season one that her and Wu kind of have a combative frenemy relationship so I you know I just love the idea that Wu is petty enough to to you know have a rivalry with a 13 year old so I think that's how old Brooklyn is but anyway so yeah I mean yeah let me know what you thought of season three um and with that let's dive into the Amber collection so again big ups to Tim from Collect Jurassic he's always breaking this good stuff and uh yeah I mean I was just not an Amber Collection person, like from day one, I just was like, well, I'm collecting the smaller figures, so why would I want the, you know, why would I want these bigger ones? And, you know, I, I caved with Charlie, and then, I, and then I got the rest of the Raptor Collection, and then I got Ray Arnold. So I, I kind of think I'm in, I think, because especially, because they announced Dr. Ellie Sattler, and I am just so excited. We get her with a different head sculpt, you know, like you can take off the heads and swap them out. And one of the heads, the the other head sculpt is her wearing glasses, which I think is like a really cool choice. Uh, comes with a walkie-talkie and uh, a belt, you know, the belt that she wears to go into the bunker. And I forget if she comes with anything else, but um, obviously I'm driving, I'm not gonna look at my phone and look it up, but uh, maybe I'll do an insert or something. But uh, anyway, the Ellie figure looks, I mean, obviously none of these like figures resemble the likenesses perfectly. Maybe Owen, uh, Malcolm to some extent, but you know, I, I mean, as a, as a fan of the Kenner toys growing up, like, I'm not gonna sweat the likeness thing. Like, it, you know, it's the character for me. And, you know, obvi I mean, obviously Laura Dern is amazing, but, you know, I'm not gonna like sweat the small stuff in that regard. I think like it's close enough. I mean, it looks just like a bigger version of the Legacy Collection figure. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think so some people weren't, weren't digging it, but I don't know, I liked it. I, I'm just excited we get an Amber Collection, Ellie Sattler. I mean, I, I just, yeah, I'm just excited for that. Also, there's a two-pack of Dimorphodons, and it's funny because I've mentioned, all, I've mentioned a lot that I'm not a fan of the Dimorphodon design. I think it's like my least favorite di design in Jurassic World. Uh, but I think Camp Cretaceous three did season three did <laughs> Camp Cretaceous three. I think season three of Camp Cretaceous did a really great job with the Dimorphodons. So I actually kind of like, it's like comes in a two-pack, and I'm like, ah, I kind of want that. It kind of looks cool. Uh, so maybe I'll get that. I really want a two-pack compy th situation thing. Uh, that would be really cool. And then finally, we also got uh, Amber Collection Hammond, 
which, you know, is cool. I think, I mean, I was leading the charge of like, damn, this Hammond is jacked. He looks like J.K. Simmons in Justice League. Uh, but no, the figure looks great, you know. And it, uh, I know Victoria from Victoria's Cantina, she recently did a great video on just what the heck is going on with the Amber Collection. And it's just very, like, confusing. And it was like... GameStop originally, I think, exclusive, and then it was Target, and it's like, but weirdly, that they're not selling at Target. I don't know. It's just very. I just want the toys, man. Uh, <laughs> but let me know what you think. Let me know. Is there other Amber Collection figures that you want? I mean. I'm so excited to get Amber Collection Ellie and, you know, grab the arm from Ray Arnold, you know, because he comes with an extra arm, you know, the ripped off arm. And so, uh, you know, I'll get to recreate some of the adventures from Jurassic Park. So I think that's pretty cool. And yeah, so let's take a quick break and then we will, and then we will come back with a bit of true crime dinosaur news. Right, everybody, we're back. I am, I am cruising down the down the freeway. It's so nice. It's really fun to just sit here and gab with y'all uh, about all the latest Jurassic stuff. Who knows? Maybe, maybe the Swift Bites will turn into, uh, you know, Swift Bites on the road sort of situation, uh, which I think would be really cool. You know, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, let me know how you like the sound quality. I really like the sound of these wireless uh, twos. We use them on Dynar. Well, we use the original ones on Dynar. And, you know, for as chaotic as it is recording in the car, I feel like they do a really great job of just like making it sound as best as possible. So I really like these mics and, you know, I feel like the two is probably gonna be even better than, and I, you know, I was already happy with the one. So a little bit of traffic right now gonna get off the freeway okay safety first kids do not try this at home all right let's get into this article by Letitia or Letitia Beecham over at Washington Post again it's a very it's a it's a very tragic story about uh, a man was found dead inside of a stegosaurus statue uh, essentially I mean it looks like it looks just like a, you know, full size or, or at least, you know, large stegosaurus statue. Apparently it's made out of paper mache or something. It looks, it look, definitely looks like it's made out of some heftier materials on the inside. And I guess he apparently was reported missing. And then they found him dead inside this stegosaurus statue. He was upside down and he was apparently reaching for his phone. They don't suspect any foul play, according to the article, but it's just a very bizarre story, and I just kind of felt like I wanted to talk about it because, I don't know, man, it's uh, it's just kind of sad and tragic. I guess there isn't really that much to talk about it in that regard, again, because it's still developing, but I don't know, it's just very strange. Yeah, I'm not really sure what else to say about it other than I'm gonna be following the story and, you know, I, I also wanted to talk about it a little bit more and I, I mean, you know, maybe I'll just continue to follow this story and see how it develops, but I I think I've mentioned on the previous Swift Bites when, we first, you know, when coming back after the hiatus that, you know, I really wanna think about, you know, doing this podcast a little bit more critically in the sense of, I mean, obviously I like, you know, I wanna do little news bits and things like that, but, you know, for proper episodes and stuff like that, I was, you know, just thinking how much I enjoyed the science series. I think I mentioned this last time. 
And, you know, I almost want to just think of ways that I can focus on different topics in the world of Jurassic Park and dinosaurs. And so I was mulling about, you know, doing a true crime and dinosaur series. You know, I think a lot about Judith Barcy and Land Before Time um, and her tragic murder and, you know, not even just true crime particularly, but, you know, maybe some mysteries and stuff. The the baseball player who talked about, you know, the, the viral um, interview of like, if I can believe in dinosaurs, they're believing in me. And, you know, it was fake, but it was just like, there's an interesting story to how that was all put together and stuff. So things like that, I there's, you know, there's been some, cr- I mean, obviously the Bone Wars is a whole paleontology kerfuffle and, uh, you know, horrible white men destroying bones and then, you know, to get back at each other, you know, Othniel Marsh and, um, was it Cope? Why can't I remember right now? Anyway, I'm driving. That's, that's probably why I can't remember right now. But yeah, so I don't know. I was just, I was mulling those ideas over. It's just, it's a very interesting intersection because I think, you know, I think, uh, you know, when we think about dinosaurs, there's sort of one element of it is very much childlike wonder and that sort of thing. And so to see anything related, you know, to murder in that realm is just very like, there's just such a dissonance, you know, and I mean, even even like not murder per se, but even like the the fossil trade and all this stuff, the illegal fossil trade and, you know, smuggling things out of countries illegally and all that horrible stuff. Uh, But yeah, I think that's about it for this episode. Uh, I hope you enjoyed Swift Bites on the Road, I guess is what I'm calling it now. (laughs) I just want to get the podcast back on track recording regularly, you know, focus, you know, I want to, you know, I think it might be a thing of like, you know, doing swift bites each week, um, in this kind of format so that it gives me more time to focus on, you know, proper episodes and things like that. And, uh, I guess that ties into my next question is what are y'all doing for Jurassic June? Because it's coming up. It's almost June. Uh, I've got some things planned. I really hope they all, coalesce and come together. I'm very excited. I've already recorded one of the things for it, but yeah, let me know what you're doing. Let me know what you're checking out. Let me know if you got any, like, I'm going to rewatch all the films. I'm going to, you know, binge Camp Cretaceous all all seasons again or something like that. Um, yeah, anything like that, you know, uh, creative projects that you're doing, uh, you know, doing commentaries for some of the video games or something or what, you know, whatever. Um, I just always, I just love every year that we Jurassic fans are, bananas enough to try and do a whole month of Jurassic stuff. So, you know, I just want to know what everyone, what what everyone's trying to do. How is this recording? It's still recording. Good. Um, (laughs) anyway, I meant to shout out again, uh, down by the Creek, Alvin Williams. I was on his podcast talking about Dawson's Creek and how, you know, uh, Dawson was really inspired by Steven Spielberg. Uh, but seems like he didn't, he lost the plot a little bit, at least in the episode that I watched, uh, of, uh, Oh, it's so great. I feel like Karen right now. I'm like, why are your lights not on? So yeah, that, that episode of down by the Creek that I was on was really fun. And Annalise Nelson, who has been on the show and has done theme songs for the Percast and everything but the movie, a star Wars book club podcast. They were on, down by the creek this week as of this recording so go check out that episode as well um again check out the mouthful episode with courtney james clark who played the mosasaur announcer that's really fun and yeah brenna talked to her all about food and movies and all that good stuff and 
check out the Jurassic Park podcast book club series that Ben put together. Brad, Ben, and Jurassic Dave and I were all in an episode talking about sort of the the meat of the original Jurassic Park book by Michael Crichton. You know, the part that I think I mentioned last time kind of resembles the movie the most. Yeah, it was super fun. And it's like those kind of times and Brad does these live streams on Wednesdays and, you know, it's stuff like that where it's like, oh, this is, you know, keeping the conversation alive. Um, you know, I think sometimes it's hard when it doesn't feel like there's big news. And so I'm very thankful to all of you listeners and my friends and everyone in the Jurassic community for sort of, you know, it's like, okay, if I'm feeling uninspired, I just got to hang out with you guys for a little bit, you know, see what you're doing and I'll get inspired and back into it. And so with that, thank you for listening and follow at Stephen Ray Morris on all the things. See Jurassic Run on Instagram, SJRPod on Twitter. And well, <laughs> saying hold on to your butts is very appropriate considering I'm driving right now. So be safe and I'll talk to you very soon. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.